0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to our channel. We're offended, (laughs) you're offended, and happy Halloween. (laughs) Now, I know we're we're a little late on the whole Halloween thing. However, due to some technical difficulties, this episode got delayed a little bit. Sorry about that, but we're still going to do it, and we're going to give you a little Halloween history. Before we get started, for anybody who doesn't know, I'm Kim. This is Tyler. I'm black. You're black? I'm black. Can you say that? Yeah. Like, like in what way?
1: Uh, penis size.
0: Oh, it's true. Ladies, yeah. jealous A-
1: and guys,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> jealous bitches
1: mm-hmm. and guys. I call
0: guys bitches too. They're all my bitches. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so welcome. And uh, just a reminder to hit the like and subscribe button. You know, thumbs up, thumbs down. You know, definitely thumbs down for that build. Ooh. Anyway, um, you can check us out on YouTube, Rumble, Spotify, Anchor. Anywhere you want to listen to podcasts, we are there. We are also... Taking control of the socials. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter now. So yep.
1: Yeah. You can get my sweet hot takes on how um <laughs> Yeah.
0: How oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow. I know I don't know about anybody else, but I'm super excited about your sweet hot ass takes on yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah Can't
0: wait. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. All weird. right. Okay. <laughs>
1: let's uh, let's uh, get into this. Halloween. Spooktacular. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I really like Halloween. I love Halloween.
0: It's one of my, actually, it is my favorite holiday in the entire year.
1: I don't know. I do like Christmas, but I think we should, uh, you know that Christmas was another holiday that the Christians Mm co-opted,
0: which coming (laughs) up to Christmas, I'm sure I'll come up with a Christmas history lesson too. Because why not? Okay. So there's a lot of information Uh that I had found that, I didn't actually know about Halloween, so let's go on a walk, shall we? A little, a little trip down memory lane back 2,000 years where the Celtics, you know, they would celebrate the end of the harvest season and the start of a new year, and they did it with a festival called Samhain, which was generally taken place on November, not generally, it was taken, took place English is not my forte. On November 1st, people believe that they could communicate with the dead easier at these times. They would like bonfires as a sacrifice, along with crops and other animals. Not other animals, but animals.
1: <laughs> well, we, we are animals.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: despite, despite what the religious class seemed to think.
0: That is a true story. Yeah. And when they did these bonfires, um, they would actually be wearing animal heads and animal skins. Mm. It reminds me, I don't know, just hearing that reminds me of like some episode from True Blood Shit or something. It reminds I remember...
1: me of the Wuhan wet markets.
0: But <laughs> well, that's about the bats. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> Bats. See, with um, all these bonfires that they would have, and the crops, and the dead animals, it would attract bugs. Thus attracting what? Bats. (laughs) In Nova Scotian mythology, a bat settling in a house meant that a man in the family was going to die. If it flies around and tries to escape, the woman in the family is going to perish instead. Dun-dun-dun.
1: I'm... I'm personally trying to get pet bats
0: <laughs> yeah me too I would like them I think they're pretty awesome eat all those stupid mosquitoes that we have out here mind you this year wasn't that bad this year it mm. was eerily calm with bugs
1: hmm. I don't know I it mind do you I throw. don't know I'm yeah possibly
0: yeah, you're not in, in um, Manitoba long enough to notice.
1: <laughs> nope. Um, everywhere else.
0: I've been everywhere, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> All right. So let's go back in time. So in 40, or 43 AD was the Roman intervention. So the Romans conquered most of the Celtic territories and they brought some of their own fall festivals with them. According to history, their October celebration was called Farella. And I sorry if I'm mispronouncing this. I suck at pronouncing things. Um it would also commemorate right? passing of the dead. Uh <laughs> I can't read either. Another holiday, Pomona. Pomona, did I say that right? Yes, so you Yay. did it. <laughs> honored the Roman goddess of fruit and trees. And this is why they often bobbed for apples during the Halloween festivities. The mm-hmm. night before Halloween, which we all know, um, well, the night before, sorry, the night before October 31st was believed that that was the day that the dead would return to the earth and, um, as ghosts. So a bunch of people would keep their wine and food on their doorsteps to help keep the ghosts at bay. And if they did leave the house during this time, they would wear masks to disguise themselves as ghosts. So then the other ghosts that are roaming the earth wouldn't know that they were humans and they would just kind of blend right on in.
1: There's one thing I can't wait for when I die.
0: To haunt people?
1: Is to uh, find wine and food outside. Oh. That's like a a hobo's wet dream. (laughs)
0: I, I'm more excited about the whole haunting of people. I think that'd be fun. I have a <laughs> list. Yep. I'm going to get that list like tattooed on me. So then hopefully it'll come with me into the other world. So. Ah! What is wrong with you? I
1: was trying to scare you one because it's a Halloween spectacular. <laughs> oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> nice. Thank okay. You. So. The Christians, they had a holiday, okay? Now, this holiday was called All Saints Day. This holiday originally took place on May 13th. However, the popes and the Christian church decided that they were going to attempt to replace the pagan holidays, like Samhain, with their own religion. So they ended up moving their All Saints Day from May 13th to November 1st. Then it that deci- it took a it took a different name, which was All Hallows Day. Uh, sorry. Yeah, All Hallows Day in the eighth well, it- century. Oh my god. <laughs> hmm. Then it became All Hallows Eve. And then it was just shortened to Halloween.
1: Well, because that was uh, that was supposed to be the time when the spirit world and the, the real world Uh, I believe the veil was the thinnest, so that's where the the spirits and stuff would come through into our realm.
0: Yeah, that's what we just discussed, but when they would leave the bread and the wine, because the ghosts would come back
1: then. No, I know, but that's, yeah, that's, well, the idea is that the veil would be thinnest there. The veil that separates the spirit world from our world. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: So, you know, it's it's pretty awesome for the the popes to decide to take something away from the pagans. And they were like, no, they got a neat little, little idea here. So we already have a day, which is, you know, in the summer, but we're going to just move it. You know, no one's going to notice. No one's going to care. We're just going to take that day and we're going to move it to November 1st. So then it can ruin those evil pagans holiday mm mm-hmm. yeah, we'll take over. We'll make those pagans disappear. No one will ever well, remember it, them
1: well, and I know with uh uh well i think we we talked about this before, but like like bonfires were supposed to be like bones that's typically where the the word that's where the word bond what was bond fire, bondfire b o
0: n d f i r e so weird oh uh, and- Gross! at the same time
1: yeah and uh the other one was that uh jumping the fire was considered a way to uh clean off all the badness that happened like over the year that past year and then jumping the fire would uh was a way to cleanse yourself you would actually even here's another little cool tidbit they would actually f- throw furniture in there as well. They would throw in like their own possessions. That that was a way of cleansing last year.
0: How did they get rid of their furniture and stuff for one? I mean, I'm pretty sure people weren't rich back then so they couldn't just, you know, go out and buy some new stuff. So it just seems a little weird that they would waste that. Also, I have a question. So, if they would jump over the fire as like a cleansing, what would happen if somebody didn't clear the fire? You know, maybe they didn't jump high enough because everybody knows white men can't jump. Or whatever. Um, And they ended up catching themselves a little bit on fire. Was that like a bad omen? Like, bad year to come or something?
1: Um, I don't know. I was looking into this. I do remember reading about it. Because that sounds much better than being fucking prude. Like, it's more like actually like a like that, like the jumping the fire type of stuff, that would actually seem more like, like a Christian thing or, you know, the, the the fact of washing away the evil, you're burning it off, all the bad stuff that has happened and you're starting again new.
0: Well, maybe that's why they decided to burn people at the stake, because they were trying to burn all the bad off, but whoops, they forgot to put it out after.
1: No, that was fucking... <laughs> that was <laughs> Moldy rye that fucking Mo argued about the <laughs> moldy.
0: Oh, well, uh, well, yeah. yeah, But but they were weren't a lot of them hung in the Salem witch trials.
1: Oh no! Well, if they, if they were hung or they were burned alive, yeah, I don't, it so was dope. it was a full it was a foolproof idea. Like if they were a witch and they were like getting drowned. Well, if they drowned, then you know they were proven innocent but if they didn't drown if they floated then they were considered a witch like it's 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 a win win
0: see but how does this make any sense okay okay so they decide okay we're going to we're going to hang a bunch of witches we're going to burn a bunch of wishes witches and okay if they they die then whoops i guess they weren't but their their soul's going to go to heaven because they were actually a good person so whoops, sorry, but that, that's okay though. Like murdering all those people, they felt that, oh, God would understand. You know, we were, we were cleansing the earth of these, this evil people. So even though we made a mistake, all is good. Just, you know, like the Catholics do just confess your sins and you'll be saved. Well, Hold a confession, it washes all away. Say 10 hail Mary's five, our father's, and you're forgiven.
1: So, the, I guess the actual tradition was called Bolton. Um, yeah. Uh, linked into the world and the magic is believed to be the day of the year when the veil between the world and the world of fairy is at its thinnest. The tradition is annual well dressings still very much e- evident in, in Derbyshire was originally intended as an offering to the spirits, fairies, and deities of other worlds. <clears throat> Okay, so here, uh, so Baltane is closely associated with fire, the significance of the flames being for cleansing and purification, but also for the increase in fertility. The fire represents the awakening of passions, energies, and desires. Fire plays oh. a key element in the, in the most, in most Beltane ceremonies, notably in the ritual of jumping the bonfire. Jumping over the bonfire is a ritual designed to bring luck and happiness for the year ahead.
0: My my my, you know my question still stands. What happens if you catch on fire?
1: So yeah, no luck, I, no happiness for you. I don't know. This is from from which website? But
0: yeah. Interesting. Well, actually, interesting little factoid for you. Speaking of the whole, you know, good luck and finding love and stuff like that, in the 1700s and the 1800s. Women used to perform rituals on Halloween in hopes of finding a husband. All the single ladies would throw apple peels over their shoulder, hoping to see their future husband's initials take shape as they fell. They also, back then, used to competitively bob for apples at parties, and it was believed that the winner (laughs) would marry first.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Competitive bobbing for apples.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, we should try that one day. Oh. <laughs> in the bedroom.
1: <laughs> yeah, wow. That's that's an interesting one.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> they also, in a creepy ritual sort of way, they used to do something that really reminds me very much of like Bloody Mary, but they would go into a dark room stand in front of a mirror with a candle and they would hope that it would um, show their future husband's face. That it would appear in the glass. That was another creepy tradition that they used to do in Halloween.
1: Wait, what was the tradition?
0: That they used to go into like a dark room, stand in front of a mirror with a candle, and just stare into the mirror thinking that the 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 mirror was oh. gonna like reflect back at them the shape of their or the shape the reflection of their future husband.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. See I remember I remember when I was little um so in our house we had like it was two basements. Like it was a split basement. And from the very bottom up to the second basement, the upper basement, that run from like we had like a little couch thing there. Shut the fuck up. Why are you making noise? I muted you.
0: Maybe it's haunted. Ooh.
1: Ooh. (laughs) What's So, um. I would get like a, like that anxiety feeling of someone chasing me. So. Uh
0: I used to get that in my basement too, which we talked about in our ghost stories then.
1: Why are you? Uh, why? Oh, yeah, your house was haunted or something.
0: Oh, hundred 100%. 100% it was. <laughs> There's no if, ands, or buts. It 100% was. There's too much shit that happened in that house for it to be coincidental. And if you want to yeah. hear more <sighs> about it, check out our podcast about ghost stories. <laughs>
1: actually this whole beltane thing i'm looking into it a little bit more so like the the jumping the fire stuff well i guess the stuff that were associated with fires it seemed like it was a lot more of like a community uh thing like it was actually a way of bringing the community together really yeah so um yeah so again i'm i'm looking at a different one this one's from the bbc and it's saying uh so other festivals, uh, so the but for the Beltane uh involves fire, which was thought to cleanse, purify, increase fertility. Cattle were often passed between two fires, and the properties of the flame and the smoke were seen to ensure the fertility of the herd. And then there was oh. one portion where um where they would use the the fire so as it was burning they would use it they would end up taking that fire and bringing it to their homes to light like their lanterns so it was actually a way of a shared community like where we're all you know we're all um kind of starting fresh and and yeah being willing to uh yeah i don't know i guess to uh, I don't know. I don't know what the right word would be. Okay. But anyways.
0: <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, also, did you know that they had something before trick or treating? Hmm? Did you? Or do you think it was always trick or treating?
1: Are you asking me?
0: Yeah, I'm asking you.
1: Well. Of course, they had something before trick-or-treating it. I would just assume so.
0: No.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So. Oh, was that like a a leading question? Was I supposed to go, no, but I've (laughs) never heard? No. What was it, Kim? (laughs) Color me perplexed.
0: (laughs) No. You know why? Because we're not scripted. We are authentic. <laughs> no. Okay. So, another little F your eye here. So, okay, you had the the Celtics who celebrated Samhain on November 1st. Then you had the Christians who celebrated All Saints Day on May 13th and then moved it to November 1st. But... They also, in medieval Britain, they had something going on too. Their day was November 2nd, which was considered as All Souls Day. So before trick-or-treating that we know today, they used to celebrate something or do something that was called souling and guising. So souling is when the needy would go door-to-door and they would beg for pastries called soul cakes. In return... When they got these soul cakes, they would pray for the dead relatives of the person who gave them the cake. Now, guising was people they would dress up in costume, and they would beg for food, wine, and money. In exchange for that, they would either sing, recite poetry, or tell jokes. So They'd give you some entertainment for the stuff. I thought that was pretty
1: neat. I'm, I'm looking into soul cakes yeah they sound terrible <laughs> do
0: they- <laughs> what do they sound like yeah. do they have the uh, souls of young children i'm just kidding.
1: well see some of them have like one like one recipe i'm looking at right now it sounds it's more like a like a ginger snap okay that doesn't
0: sound so oh. terrible
1: Some butter, flour, sugar, nutmeg, cinnamon, ginger, allspice, eggs, cider, vinegar, milk, and then powdered sugar on top. See, that sounds more like a ginger snap.
0: Cider, vinegar, that's a little weird. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. See, salt, nutmeg, mixed spice, butter, caster, sugar, currants. And sol Sultanas. Sultan, I don't know. That uh, sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is. Interesting. But I guess it's like a shittier version of a, like a ginger snap. <laughs> okay.
0: Who knows? Actually, you, you say shittier. They may taste better. Who knows?
1: There's a guy on YouTube and he does, he does. Uh, I think the channel is called. It's uh Tasting history with Max Miller. Okay. And he he actually turned me onto a book, and I know we're kind of getting off the Halloween train, so just just bear with me, okay? Max Miller, he he did, he, he investigates like old uh, old recipes, and he tries to recreate them as closely as possible. So I wonder if maybe like soul cakes might be on his channel because they look old as.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to look into that after. But um no, yeah, maybe you should like shoot him a message to be like, yo, I was just thinking into soul cakes. You should make that shit. Mm-mm. In those exact words. <laughs> and then he'll be like, yo, that sounds really dope. Okay. You know? That's how I'm dudes pr- talk, right?
1: I'm pretty sure he would not talk like that. He's like, uh He actually he was a <laughs> He used to work at Disneyland. He was like, uh, like Prince Charming or, or oh, something Jesus. like that. He was like one of, he was actually like a, a performer.
0: A performer. Okay.
1: Yeah. And then after the whole COVID thing started, he's like, you know, I wanted to look into what food, you know, where food, where our food came from. And then, yeah. You know, you're, you're you just ruining this
0: for me here. I was, you know, Picturing just two dudes having a freaking, you know, friendly conversation, all like yo, 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 and then you had to go ruin it with your prince charm and shit. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> all right, okay. Let's <laughs> let's get back to the Halloween. So shit.
0: anyway, <laughs> back to the Halloween. Did you know that before people started carving jack-o'-lanterns, they actually used to carve faces and stuff like that into things like. Turnips, potatoes, and beets?
1: That one I did know.
0: Oh. Well, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> well, then. So, we have all these traditions that had brought us to the 19th century um, in America when the Irish settlers came during the whole potato famine thing. And then they revised the old traditions into much more what we know today. So the trick-or-treating, and in the 1950s is when it became, well, okay. So you had the trick-or-treating. So before the 50s, it was much more about the tricks. You know, people going around, probably TPing houses and putting poop and garbage bags on people's doorsteps, all that fun stuff that everybody misses, I'm sure. But then in the <laughs> 1950s, is when it decided or started to become more child and family oriented, which is what we have more today. And yeah. today, did you know, again, that over 179 million Americans celebrate Halloween? And, and, according to National Retail Federation, Americans spend about $9.1 billion Dollars per year on Halloween for costumes and candy, and of course, I'm pretty sure everyone would have figured that Halloween is the number one candy retail day of the year or month, whatever. Hmm.
1: I'm not surprised at that, but I think, well, like, uh, I think for like, um, uh, the fuck's that day called Valentine's <laughs> Day.
0: <laughs> oh that day <laughs> you know
1: yeah the one that uh, you know all the, the incels hate because mm-hmm. yeah. I um, used to celebrate
0: anti-valentine's day with my bestie mm-hmm. we used to get together every valentine's day and we would celebrate anti-valentine's day and we would order pizza from pizza hotline I know your favorite and you'd always get those like McCain cakes with it too. So that was our dessert. And then we would watch horror movies. It was like the best day. I loved it. Oh, I miss you, Barbie girl. Those were good days.
1: I hate pizza hotline pizza. I know you do. Hate it. But it was
0: cheap. And when you were young and you know you didn't really have a lot of money for pizza and Domino's was like, oh. oh super expensive for you know just teenagers with little part time jobs you know it worked because you got pizza and dessert and those McCain cakes it was so cute we used to like hold on to it and we would each like eat from either end and we would like meet in the middle (laughs) the fuck (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't some like weird romantic thing it was just we would just be sitting there watching our horror movies and just like eating (laughs) Mm mm-hmm this one.
1: Okay. Yes. So I'm looking at a recipe for a, like an old English recipe for soul cakes. And I'm looking at one for shortbread cookies. Okay. They're not that far off.
0: Well, yeah, but the, what you had mentioned already, you had said that it had like cider in it, it had spices, nutmeg. That kind of stuff is not in shortbread. Shortbread is like
1: flour, No, I'm looking. I, I looked up an older, an older recipe. Yeah,
0: okay.
1: So maybe like maybe more like a sugar cookie. But if it's like a shortbread cookie, they could fucking die. Sugar cookie.
0: Please tell me sugar how you really cookie. feel about shortbread cookies.
1: I fucking hate them. I don't know who ever thinks that those taste good. They're you so should- delicious. You need your no. You need your. Ugh.
0: <laughs> well, I like mine. I don't care what you think. I like mine.
1: I hate them. I hate them. Okay, so these seem I'm
0: sure. We'll discuss it more on our Christmas episode.
1: Ugh. <laughs> hate them. I don't. I don't know why people think they're good. Like, I, there are some things, okay, like, the the world, you know, different cultures, they try different things, and okay, here, it's a, a delicacy or whatever. Okay, there's some stuff that I just, I fundamentally, I, under, I understand, is bad. Like, a century-old egg? Fuck you. No, I'm not eating rotten eggs. No. <laughs> but, you know, there's some things that, okay, I'd be willing to try. But, shortbread cookies? No. I hate them. I don't uh, I hate them. I fuck I hate them. I They're dry. They're crumbly. There's no fucking flavor. It just it melts in your mouth because there's fuck it's just butter and flour. It fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. Speaking of, these soul cakes seem more <laughs> like a sugar cookie than a fucking shortbread cookie. So, thank oh my god, god for that.
0: Oh my god. Okay. So Except now everybody knows what to get Tyler for Christmas.
1: <laughs> A big
0: bucket of shortbread.
1: <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Why? Why do people hate things that taste good? You mean and,
0: <laughs> why do people hate things that taste good? Yeah, why why would sense. you
1: subject why would you subject yourself eating something that tastes bad when there's so much other things that taste good? Why do you hate things that taste good? Nobody
0: hate things that taste good you hate something that tastes good to the majority of the people
1: it sucks it fucking sucks
0: we get it you love it okay
1: oh (laughs) I I hate it okay continue on with your fucking (laughs) Halloween stuff
0: oh my god Yeah, hold on. Let me quickly jot this down on your Christmas list. Okay. Shortbread. Got it. Okay. So. (laughs) Love
1: you. These soul cakes have have butter (laughs) and currants. I know they're not. I know currants aren't the best thing, but these soul cakes sound better than shortbread cookies because they actually have fucking flavor. Hey, it's not flour. You're the one that
0: brought them up. Shit. You're the one that started talking about shortbread. You know what that does to your blood pressure, baby. You gotta calm down. Calm down. Shut up. <laughs> okay. So let's go back to Halloween now that we're done our shortbread rant. Wow, by the way. Okay. So
1: what that remind What? No, carry on. Carry on
0: and i'm a little scared too but okay so you know how at halloween time you always hear like mm, urban legends i guess we'll call them about like you know the razor blades and apples poisoned candy other fun stuff hmm? you know those stories
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> sure we all do <laughs> however So, you know, most people think they're just stories. But what if I told you that in a couple cases, it was actually true? Hmm? (laughs) Da-da-da. Okay. So, with one story of a man who we will call the real-life Candyman. So, this man, Ronald, Ronald O'Brien, naughty man, he had found himself in debt, okay? So, his brilliant plan, because he was over $100,000 in debt, is he ended up taking out a bunch of life insurance on his children, and one Halloween in a small Texas town, Ronald decided to lace some pixie sticks with cyanide and he gave them to his kids as their mm, top off of Halloween candy after their night of trick-or-treating so little Timothy O'Brien he ate one of the pixie sticks his other siblings didn't they didn't eat them thankfully but Timothy did and less than an hour later he perished So, at the time, the town... Maybe you
1: should have done your laundry, the little prick.
0: (sighs) At the time, the town, and everybody went into a panic, wondering how this could possibly have happened. You know, everybody's freaking out, checking their kids' candies, and probably throwing it out. And the police had determined that it was the pixie stick. So, with that, they were, you know doing their investigating and stuff like that, investigated a bunch of people. And at first didn't look at Ronald until they found out that he was in debt and the life insurance policy. So the police had arrested Ronald and he was found guilty of murder and was executed in 1984.
1: Oh, and yeah. And in Texas, I think Ron White actually had a bit about uh, <laughs> the death penalty in Texas. It was something like, uh, you know, some, some states are looking at abolishing it. We're looking at putting out, putting in a fast lane. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> or an express lane or
0: something. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
1: yeah. If you are con- convicted of a murder where three or more people can identify you as the killer, you don't sit. Oh, fuck out of you! You don't sit at the back of the line, Jack. You go to the front of the line, or you get to, you go to the front. Yeah. yeah, some states are trying to abolish the, uh, the execution. Or execution, we're putting in a fast lane.
0: <laughs> nice. Well,
1: that was a while ago.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Wow. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty uh that's pretty fun. Yeah, that's messed.
0: Yeah, I think it's disgusting. I mean, this man did whatever he did to find himself in debt. I'm going to assume I cu- I could be wrong. Okay. But I'm going to assume it was probably gambling debt of some sort. And his brilliant idea wasn't, okay, well, I'm going to try and make the money back, but granted, I'm sure when this took place um, would have been what, I'm I'm gonna assume probably in the seventies or something like that. I probably should have looked up the exact date fired on that one. But I, I mean a hundred thousand dollars was a lot of money. Okay. But enough money to decide to kill your children to get the you know, the life insurance money? That is so gross.
1: Wow. To be fair, it's not like they're really contributing. So,
0: <laughs> yes, they are contributing with love, and gray hair, and a drinking problem. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> Sounds like you're making a case for him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not guilty. <laughs> I'm <just> kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was a very tragic story.
1: <laughs> okay. It's called gallows humor. It's gallows humor. <laughs> that's how. That's how we deal with tragic events you try to make a joke about it so it's not so uh you know
0: yeah which people really need to realize and learn how to take a chill pill okay okay
1: yeah like just a joke yeah if you're gonna never mind (laughs) all right carry on (laughs) (laughs) okay so along
0: with the brief history of halloween candy tampering we will shall continue So the very first reported Halloween treats that were tampered with in North America was in 1959. That Halloween, a California dentist named William Shane distributed 450 laxative laced candies to children, 30 of whom fell ill, and he was later charged with outrage of public decency and unlawful dispensing of drugs. You know you gave the kids the shits <laughs> sorry i'm I'm only laughing because I'm literally imagining like four hundred and fifty kids leaving and like pooping themselves and okay, yeah,'m sad. But it's a little funny a little funny
1: there, uh it would be funny to just see uh, see a trail of shit coming from this person's house.
0: God, right? <laughs> I wonder who did it. The town wonders as they go outside the next morning and follow the trail of shit all the way to William Shane's house. Hmm. The evidence.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Could not be fooled. <laughs> oh my God. No, it's just, I mean, that, that's horrible. Anybody doing something like that, tampering with someone's candy or giving them drugs and unknowingly that's not cool a little funny but not okay anyway so another high profile case that made headlines in 1964 was with a 47 year old mother from Greenlawn New York her name was Helen Pfeiffer she handed out bags of candy containing arsenic laced ant traps metal mesh scrubbing pads and dog biscuits Pfeiffer told the police that she didn't mean it maliciously. She was just annoyed with the whole Halloween custom thing.
1: Yeah, then you shut off your light like every other (laughs) grouchy old person in the world.
0: Right. She was later committed to the state hospital for mental observation. (laughs) Probably for that reason, because they're probably like, um, you could have just turned off your light, not answered the door. (laughs) But instead, you did this. And what if you had some dumbass kid that saw the scrubbing pad and was like, hmm, candy and ate it. I mean, let's all face it. Kids aren't smart. Okay. And ate it. I mean, that could seriously hurt somebody And arsenic laced ant traps. Okay. That one's really bad. That was really, really bad. And I mean, that could get on the rest of the candy all over the kids hands and get in the eye and the mouth and dead. Not cool. It was a little excessive. The dog treats. That's a little funny. <laughs> But the scrubbing pads and the arsenic lays and traps. You went too far, Pfeiffer. You went too far. Or file. Whatever your name is. Lady. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so... so uh,
0: oh, oh, sorry. I'm, continue. Not, I'm not done yet. I got one more. So the right. earliest Canadian case of tampering was reported by a broadcaster in 1968. That Halloween, uh, the TV show The Day... It is reported that a Toronto police had discovered razor blades and Halloween apples. There was actually video footage showing the police displaying the treats that were reportedly booby trapped, including several apples containing razor blades, needles, and even poison candies. Gross.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know, I got I got I got nothing to say. What? So I was looking into, I actually, I I duck duck go because I don't use Google because Google, you can go fuck yourself. But I was duck duck going, (laughs) why do shortbread cookies suck?
0: Oh my God, you're still in the shortbread cookies? (laughs) I thought we passed that.
1: No, (sighs) no. But so I found, I guess this is like a blog thing, something. God, there's a blog about why shortbreads suck. No, this the the writer, it totally missed the point. This writer's dumb. So this is titled "The Thirty Worst Supermarket Cookies in America." Okay, first off, I know this person's dumb. I know where is it?
0: Yeah, do you know them personally?
1: Uh, I know they're dumb now <laughs> because because they're they're talking. Okay, so here's one about shortbread cookies, although. Although Lorna Dune's shortbread recipe was originally given to Nabisco by a Scottish employee of Pittsburgh, we doubt the version he passed on from his mother called for high fructose corn syrup, partially hydrogenated oil and artificial flavors. Uh, how about those probably help make those good, but it's it's all about. Yeah, anyways. anyways. So then this, this eat this, not that. Chips Ahoy with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. So a chocolate chip cookie with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. That sounds fan-fucking-tastic. Really? This writer, the combination of chocolate chips and peanut butter cup chunks are an efficient way to derail your diet in less than a minute. Get back on track with these (laughs) 15 ways to break your bad eating habits how about oh, no
0: shit. <laughs> now we see about, the agenda how,
1: how about this one Oreos that are the, the middle is marshmallow huh? there's a reason multiple Oreo products made their way onto our list they're full of artificial flavorings that's it That's that's this person's synopsis
0: Oreos are like the best cookie ever
1: a rich, chips Ahoy, Pepperidge Farm, uh, m- Man, oh, Mantucket, Mantuck? Man no, that's not Mantucket, Mon-tuck. Ah, fuck, milk hey. chocolate cookies.
0: Are you sure you looked up like the worst cookies and not the worst are,
1: for you cookies? <laughs> right, right here, right here. With just four grams of sugar per serving, these cookies are better than many of the others on this list. But they still have five grams of saturated fat in <laughs> each individually wrapped package. So proceed oh, with caution. These are Walker's Pure Butter Shortbread Cookies. This person's an idiot. This Olivia Tarantino. I bet you have a foot fetish too, you fucking creep. <laughs>
0: Tarantino, I
1: see what you did there.
0: Yeah, I see that. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know that's actually why Salma Hayek was um Yes <laughs> Cast for the in from Dust Till Dawn? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well that that's and that's why he's in that one shot. Damn Specifically. Oh fuck, he probably yeah. had like
0: the biggest woody ever. Oh yeah. That like that See? probably satisfied him for like a
1: year. I don't yeah, unpo- maybe an unpopular opinion, but Apparently, everyone doesn't hate shortbread cookies.
0: No, they don't. And okay, okay here. Oh my
1: god! Candy cane, this- crunch, chocolate, dipped shortbread.
0: Uh, mint and uh, no.
1: Fucking better when it, than whatever's on there. No in there. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Shortbread cookies and pissing that me is off. That was a I'm-
0: really sucky, scary story. By the way. You know, I was Which? anticipating like a, you know, like a, a nice little spooky story from you. And we're going to talk about how many grams of fat cookies have. <laughs> what a horrible, scary story.
1: <laughs> is it anyone is.
0: scared yet? Are they scared? Yeah. Look at the. Grams yeah, of you, sugar should you should be scared.
1: You should be scared of how shitty shortbread cookies are. But yet people eat them.
0: Oh, my God. I mean.
1: every There's no one that says, because I just typed, why do shortbread cookies suck? And no one, except this, except this, eat this, not that. And they liked it.
0: Well, yeah, they liked it. They just didn't like the amount of sugar and fat it was. You're the only person I've ever met that doesn't like shortbread cookies. That's a horror in itself. I mean, I even tried making you mine thinking, okay, maybe you've just had really shitty ones.
1: And you didn't even like mine. I was like, what the fuck, man? This guy doesn't like shortbread. They suck. This person on Reddit said, most Girl Scout cookies suck. Okay, there's an argument there. There's an argument. I don't know. Maybe just, I don't know. Everyone that makes them, they're just, they're, you just don't like flavor. You just don't like things that taste good. Uh-huh. You just like flour and butter. That's all you like. That's it.
0: Yeah. You know what? I grew up on Ukrainian food, bland food. I'm used to that shit. Okay.
1: I like my bland food. Salt fucking and pepper exist. No, they don't. Salt? I'm just kidding. Yes. Salt and pepper <laughs> exist. You fucking season it. In 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 baking, vanilla sugar, maybe some spices, some nutmeg, fucking anything. Hey, you no. really
0: you really suck at the whole scary story thing.
1: Okay, that is the scary the scary story is how shortbread cookies have survived this long. It's like a fungus. It's a bad disease. It is like AIDS. It just entered into society, and you'll 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 get fucked in the ass before, and then you'll contract the sugar cookie virus. Sugar cookie now? You mean
0: shortbread? So you don't even Whatever. know what cookie you hate. You don't even know!
1: <laughs> I'll eat the shit out of it. If sugar cookie was a woman, I'd eat its ass. <laughs> um, but sh- Shortbread? shortbread that's the one in the wheelchair that you kick off of a flight of stairs oh that's 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 shortbread shortbread cookies are the are the vegetables of the cookie world they're the ones that the the chinese would hold under the bath like in bath water and drown to death oh my god that's what shortbread cookies are
0: okay so we get it You uh, hate shortbread, and you suck at scary stories. Okay. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Don't forget to hit the like, the subscribe, thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, Leave us a comment of how much you love Tyler's scary story. I'm frightened. I'm probably going to have nightmares now. And... um, (laughs) Oh, my God, he's still going. You can... (laughs) Catch us on um, Rumble, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. Uh, And again, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter now. And TikTok. We are there. And I'm going to peace out now before he starts another shortbread rant. So have a good good week. Um, Sorry for the late Halloween episode. Hope everyone had a great Halloween and had fun taking out their kitties and um, checked all their candy for evil poisons and razor blades. Okay.
1: Bye, guys. There's lemon ones. There's ones with lemon. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye, baby. Ew.